So this evening in the guided meditation, we're going to uh, focus on a subject that we do as a complement to the loving-kindness practice. So it's not going to be straight metta tonight. We're going to talk about and practice the quality of forgiveness. If anyone knows that you absolutely do not want to forgive anyone for anything, this would be the time to exit. But if you're willing to try, this is the theme that we're going to explore tonight. So I think Sally made this nice comment in one of her talks that forgiveness means giving up all hope for a better past. Makes sense, right? This quote, I was curious about it. I've read it in Jack Kornfield's book, but I looked it up on the internet, so this must be true. It was attributed first to Lily Tomlin. Kind of interesting, quite, quite wise. So it comes in at this point in the retreat really for two reasons. There are two kind of separate dynamics going on that make forgiveness um, appropriate right now. One is we've just done metta for friend. And when you do metta for your friend, a friend is usually somebody you've gotten quite close to. You might remember things in your relationship that were easy, and some things that were difficult. So often the, the friend in loving kindness particularly leads into a little bit of a relationship review where some uh, wonderful feelings come through, but also some difficulties. So you may remember times when you were hurt by your friend. You may remember times when your friend hurt you. So we often like to teach forgiveness right after doing loving kindness for friend because some old emotions may have gotten stirred up. Then the second thing that's happening, this is just a parallel track that's going on, is that when we sit a long retreat, for various reasons, different memories from the past come into our minds. And again, we may remember ways we've been hurt, and we may also remember ways that we've hurt others. It could be human beings, could be uh, creatures. When I sat my first long retreat, all these memories started coming of things that I'd done wrong because I, I was really exploring sila and the precepts as we are by taking the precepts every week. And I was remembering all these times when I hadn't followed the precepts carefully. I didn't even know them. So all these sort of transgressions came to my mind and I felt a tremendous amount of um, guilt and remorse over them. So we often say, kind of, I think using the words of 12-step programs, that long retreats lead one into a kind of life review. Spontaneously, we're not trying to do it, but unbidden, these memories come and we kind of review our past actions, I'd say in the light of our Dharma understanding. We're getting a new view on the mind and greed, aversion, delusion, and how fear and confusion affect us. And we see how that's manifested in our outer life. And it feels, from this perspective, not so right at times. So the forgiveness practice is useful for working with ways others have hurt us and also with ways that we've hurt others. So I hope both of these will uh, will be helpful. Now to say a little more about our being hurt, because this is where often the forgiveness is, is the hardest, Um, 
We may look over our life and see things that people have done to us that we're not ready to forgive them for. The pain was too great. The magnitude of the action was too wrong that we just instinctively feel, I'm not ready to forgive. Don't want to forgive that person. Doesn't feel right. And if that's the the gut feeling, it's really important to respect that. So in the meditation, you're not going to be asked to forgive anybody that you're not ready to forgive. Sometimes the heart just isn't there yet. But we will encourage you to think about, well, maybe someday I could try. You know, I'll plant the intention that someday I'd like to be able to forgive them. So that will be one formulation that we'll work with. When we think about forgiving somebody, we also want to be clear, in this meditation, we're not doing it for them. It's not so that they can go about their lives with a clean conscience and they can forget about what they've done to us or other people. We're doing this meditation for ourselves. And the reason is that if we are carrying some old resentment, part of our whole makeup, our physical and emotional makeup, is tied to the past. And we can't come completely free as a human being in the present moment while we're still carrying that old baggage of being tied to the past. So in the total journey to freedom, we need eventually to let go of all these old holdings that we've got. Sometimes we find them in the body. We come to sit and there's old tension. There are emotions going back to childhood perhaps. If there's been trauma or abuse, it's very common they come out in a long retreat through the body. Um, We have memories that are stored in the mind and emotions about those incidents. So eventually, for our own liberation, we want to be able to let the mind be clear of those old holdings. We will not be completely free as long as there's that attachment to the past. But we can't do that all at once. You know, often we've had many, many you know, disappointments and hurts and betrayals in our relationships. And it, it takes time to open to them, for the body to um, open up and reveal them, for the memories to come. Sometimes they're, they're long buried. So we have to be really patient with this process and it can't be forced. But forgiveness is, is one key element of letting go of all that old stuff to the extent we're able today. So, not asking you to let it all go tonight, but I want to offer these tools so that if these things are coming for you, old memories of resentment, hurt, or where you've hurt others, you'll have tools to work with them. And over time, by applying them, the mind can release and let go of these memories then we have the potential really to come into the present moment clear and free and open and the heart unburdened. So the reason that we would forgive is not to excuse somebody else. It's certainly not to condone their activities. One can see really clearly that was a very unskillful thing for them to have done. It hurt me deeply. It maybe hurt somebody else deeply. I don't approve of what they did, and I'm not letting them off the hook, but I don't want to carry around this burden of hatred 
for the rest of my life because it's a heavy weight in my own heart and I, I want to be clear. There's this lovely quotation from the Dhammapada uh, that said, very near the front, it says, hatred never ceases through hatred. Hatred only ceases through love. This is an ancient and eternal law. So at some point, if we want to remove the hatred from our heart, we have to let go those old grudges. It also doesn't mean we forgive and forget. You know, it's like if we forgive somebody, I'm wiping it off the the books. You know, it's like I'm wiping off that person's karmic debt. No, we don't need to forget. And we may know that person isn't trustworthy for me. Not safe for me to be around them. And I don't want to spend time with them. All of those things are fine. And forgiveness can still take place. So I like what the, um, what the Dalai Lama said in this area, because he could have a lot of old grudges, you know, watching what's been done to Tibet, knowing what's happening to nuns and monks who are in prison now, who are being tortured, talking to them when they come out of the country and knowing how they've been treated, could have a lot of grounds for resentment. But he says, um, I do get angry, but in my heart, I can't hold a grudge. So that's a kind of heart that we're looking for. That's what we're looking to develop with all the Brahma Viharas. A heart that is so spacious and loving that anger can't get fixed within it. Not anger against people who hurt us, not anger and hatred against ourselves for things we've done. This meditation on forgiveness can really be a helpful piece of unsticking those old resentments against others and also against ourselves. So we'll, we'll formulate the meditation in three pieces um, to deal with others and, and ourselves and the relation. And um, one more thing I want to say about self, when we see things that we weren't happy with in our own conduct, to learn to make a distinction between guilt, feeling guilty and feeling remorse. Remorse is considered in, in the Buddhist tradition a wholesome emotion to look at ways that we've acted that weren't skillful, to take responsibility and say, I really regret that. And to feel the weight of that, the impact of our unwholesome actions is a burden on our heart and it's healthy to feel some remorse or regret about it. But guilt isn't necessary. Guilt is where we impose self-judgment on top of regret. And we keep saying, oh, I'm really a bad person. You know, I'm very, uh, very low in my morals and I'm ashamed of myself and uh, very critical of oneself, hating oneself. That's not necessary. Remorse can be held without the overload of judgment. And that's the, the quality we want to bring in. And my experience is that when we hold mindfulness, uh, loving kindness, and forgiveness up against these memories of hurts that we've done to others, which can be very, very painful when we first meet them, 
slowly, 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 the charge goes off of that self-judgment. And then we can see, I did it, it wasn't a good thing, but I don't have to beat myself up about it. I've come to some degree of acceptance of it. And one thing that helps in that self-acceptance, kind of a key part in forgiveness, you're not the same person today that you were when you did those things. This is part of the truth of anatta. We're constantly changing. The body is changing, the mind is changing, the understanding is changing, the emotions are changing. Where you are today, you probably wouldn't have done those things. So in a way, you know, somebody else did them. That's not quite true because the karma continues, right? The karma lands here. But it was a different you who did those things. And so you can understand that in your present understanding, you wouldn't have done them. And maybe it's true for the other person too. Maybe the other person has changed. Or maybe they haven't. You may not know. But for you, you may see clearly that was a younger person who had a lot of fear and confusion and acted unskillfully not knowing. So we try to you know, bring compassion to that. If we can see that in the other person who hurt us, that's really helpful too. Sylvia Borstein has this nice expression, someone who causes great pain is themselves in great pain. So we can maybe remember that and help us understand a little bit that these actions that are very hurtful always come out of some kind of fear or confusion. Okay, so we're going to break the meditation down into three parts. In the first part, we're going to ask for forgiveness from anyone that we've harmed. Unlike metta, we're not going to bring specific individuals in. We're not going to bring in like benefactor, friend, neutral, etc. We're going to offer it generally, nobody particular in mind. We're going to say the forgiveness phrase, and then we're going to see who comes, if anybody. May not be anybody. Maybe somebody, maybe some actions will come to mind. We're just inviting the reflection. In a way, these phrases are just a reflection. Then we're going to look at a meditation on um, offering to forgive others. For those who have hurt us, we can offer forgiveness if we're ready, but you don't have to be ready. And so if you don't feel ready, you can say something like, know that my intention is someday to forgive you, if you can feel that. So one or the other. Again, we don't think of specific people, but we uh, let the phrase settle in us, and we see if anybody or any actions, any memories come to mind. You don't have to go looking for them. You can just say the phrase and see what comes. And the third part is that we forgive ourselves for any ways we've hurt others, and in hurting others, and in many other ways in our life, we've also hurt ourselves. So it's important that we bring that forgiveness in to to self, that we self-forgive during this meditation. So these are the three parts. We'll do each one for about 10 minutes. And I'll suggest a phrase and give detailed instructions as we go. So please sit comfortably. As you sit, connect with your body in sitting 
the sense of being at ease and relaxed. And let yourself come into the heart center, this area in the center of the chest. A place often where we feel loving kindness. We feel many emotions. And we'll just rest the attention there in a very open way. And we'll start to reflect, to recite the first phrase for forgiveness, which will sound something like this. If I have hurt or harmed anyone, knowingly or unknowingly, I ask for your forgiveness. You don't always have to say the knowingly or unknowingly piece, but you can think it. You know, if you think it a few times, it will find its way in there. If I have hurt or harmed anyone knowingly or unknowingly, I ask for your forgiveness. We also remember as we're saying this, that our actions at that time came out of some degree of confusion of not understanding, of unhappiness or fear. So simply repeat the phrase of forgiveness as you have repeated metaphrases and just see if, any, if anything comes, if any memories come, if any people come, if any images of yourself come. If a memory comes that it feels like is really appropriate to the phrase, you can let the person in that memory receive your phrase so that then you know you might want to extend this asking for forgiveness to that particular person during the meditation. But you don't have to fixate on them. If they stay for a while, that's great. If they're light, they come in, go out, you can open it up again and see if anyone else is waiting to come in. If I have hurt or harmed anyone, I ask for your forgiveness.
as you repeat the phrase, you may come, come back into the heart center from time to time, is to keep the forgiveness grounded in the present, connected with the body. And the second part of the meditation will be to extend forgiveness, if that feels right for you. And the phrase we can use very similar, something like, if anyone has hurt or harmed me, knowingly or unknowingly, I forgive you. And even though we don't say it, we 
may sometimes reflect that their actions came from their own fear and confusion. If anyone has hurt or harmed me, I forgive you. So as you say the phrase, if people come to mind where you know you're not ready to forgive, you don't want to forgive, that's fine. You can't rush this. If you feel like it, you could say, know that it's my intention someday to forgive you. If anyone has hurt or harmed me, know that it's my intention someday to forgive you. But if you don't even feel that, that's okay too. You could bring someone else to mind where forgiveness seems doable. You could go back to asking for forgiveness. You could go into loving kindness for yourself. So don't push on this if it doesn't feel appropriate. But if you like, try saying the phrase, if anyone has hurt or harmed me, I forgive you. And then just see if any memories or people come to mind. Again, you might start from the heart center, come back and touch it from time to time. As you're doing this meditation, if someone comes to mind and you feel a lot of resentment and the intention to forgive isn't really there, if the resentment is strong, you might just switch to Vipassana. Just drop forgiveness or Brahma Vihara, just open and feel the hindrance. Let yourself feel it in the body, feel it in the mind, allow it. And that can sometimes let it wash through. Don't keep focusing on that person. And you could stay in Vipassana for a few minutes, go to loving kindness for yourself, or forgiveness for someone else.
And then the third meditation with forgiveness will be for ourselves. And the phrase is something like, for the ways that I have hurt or harmed myself or others, I forgive myself. And of course you can add knowingly or unknowingly, acknowledging it came from my own pain and confusion. Those are implied. The simple phrase, for the ways I have hurt or harmed myself or others, I forgive myself. Connecting with the heart center, repeating the phrase, and just allowing any memory or individuals to come. Allowing your own image to be present, yourself at an earlier age or yourself today. There's a real sense of compassion and caring and understanding for how those things came to happen. And how you're a different person today. You hold it differently, you see it differently, you understand it differently. So this new understanding transforms the old memory. For the ways I have hurt or harmed others or myself, I forgive myself.
I forgive myself means I don't have to be perfect. I can make mistakes, I will make mistakes. All of us will make mistakes. And we can still love ourselves and feel good about ourselves. We don't have to be perfect. And so we can close the meditation with just a minute or two of loving kindness reflection. The Buddha said that it's possible to free the heart. If it was not possible, I wouldn't ask you to do it. But because it is possible, I ask you to free the heart. So recognizing we're all embarked on this great undertaking, just appreciating yourself for your 
sincerity, your effort, your courage, your determination. And may all the fruits of these beautiful qualities come to lead to your happiness and welfare and freedom. Sending yourself the wishes of loving kindness. May I be safe and protected from harm. May I be happy. May I be healthy. May I live with ease. And so for all of us here embarked on this project, this great work, may we all be safe and protected from harm. May we all be happy. May we be healthy. May we live with ease. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.